And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, June 22nd. And we are here trying to answer your financial questions. Of course, we understand this has kind of been a crazy time. It's volatile. Uh, markets have rolled over this year. A uh, lot of news about the Fed and uh, inflation and all those matters that are completely out of your hands. So if you would like to address the things over which you can exert just a little bit of control, that's where we can help you out. Mark and I are here to try to help you make better financial decisions, or maybe it's just the next best financial decision. So if you've got a question, you've got a big decision you want to make, then all you need to do is hop onto the website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and do let us know if you want to come on the air. But we're trying to answer this deluge of questions that are pouring in by doing some email episodes in the next come, you know, few weeks or so. So um, we are getting to it. We promise. We promise. Okay. Here we go. This is from Margie, who's a retired registered nurse. And she says, I wonder if I should move some money to another annuity amid these crazy times. Okay. I currently have a nationwide annuity with an income rider, which could start January 2023. The current value is $130,000. I also have a regular IRA with a value of $260,000, 60 bonds, 40 ETFs, must be stocks. Here's a nice thing. Pension, about $5,400 a year. Oh, too bad. I thought that was a month. $5,400 a year. Social Security, about $26,000 a year. $5,000 in a Roth. Wait a minute. Mark, what's the the Fidelity 750? Is that a brokerage account, you think? Okay. It's either $750 or (laughs) $750,000. We're hoping it's $750,000, but it's so weird, Mark. Maybe it is seven fifty. There's a two hundred in savings. So, all right. So, the very big question here is: Should I move more money into an annuity? And she says her advisor wants her to only put fifty percent of her. I wouldn't put any more money into an annuity right now. I think, Mark, she forgot a K. 
I don't think it's 700. I think she's got $750,000 in fidelity and $200,000 in savings. Because that would make more sense to me that she would be thinking about another annuity. Oh, wait, here's more. I forgot to tell you, I'm 67 years old, retired in January of 2020. That was a good time. And I could use a little extra money every month. I had to buy a SUV. I put half down and paid off the rest. I have another bill that take another year and a half. I've worked a little. I don't need to stress. Okay, if she has, if she had seven hundred fifty grand in fidelity and two hundred thousand dollars in savings, that definitely doesn't make sense. Okay, so if you think you really think she just got like a seven fifty and then it's two hundred, like another thousand dollars, I still don't think you should do an annuity. You know why? We need liquidity. We need access to your money. So if you need the, if you need some more money, you're 67 years old, make sure that you have some of the money that you have available in your IRA in cash and use the money from there. And I don't know how much more money you need. That's the only thing. Do you know what I mean? Because in, in her case, Mark, I mean, is a little bit more money like $500 a month? No problem. If it's $2,000 a month, problem. All right. Oh, Mark, here's another annuity question. Let's do that. Here's from Robert. He's 55 years old. He's retiring at the end of the year. A lump sum amount he's going to get considering an immediate annuity instead of rolling into an IRA, probably because of recent market volatility. Oh my God. The insurance agents could be are like they're rubbing their hands together, smelling the commissions that they are about to eat right now. They're going to take those commissions right out of your bottom line. No, don't do this. Um, we need to know if you have other money, um, an, an immediate annuity could make sense, but not for all of your money. And again, remember, guys, when you have an annuity contract, it's all well and good. You get that money, but and it's going to feel good now. But you don't have access to the money, especially with an immediate annuity. So you have to be careful. You just have to be really careful. All right. This is from Stephen, who says, or Stefan. Oh, this is so sad, Mark. Stefan um, wants to come on the show. He says, I have ALS and I've lost my speech. And yes, I have life insurance, a will, long-term disability, and social security disability income. Okay, here's the real question. My 23-year-old daughter commissions as an officer in the Space Force in a week. Oh my God, How I want to talk to her. She's got $14,000 in a Roth, $17,000 in a checking account, $38,000 in a brokerage account. How about that? I put her birthday, Christmas, and unused allowance into Berkshire Hathaway since she was a little girl. Oh my God. The little girl, all she wants, she's like, I want, I want a game. I want a toy. And he's like, no, you're getting Berkshire Hathaway stock. I told her to immediately maximize her military thrift savings plan and use the money from her savings if she needed additional money for living expenses. I also told her to maximize her Roth IRA. She said she can't afford to do the maximum contribution. But since she may listen to you, if you explain the importance of starting early to save for retirement and the magic of compounding, maybe he has a chance. How much do you think she's going to make? That's number one. I don't know if she has to do exactly what you say. Here's what I think she should do. Um, and if you're listening to us, 23-year-old daughter, it is so much easier to reach your retirement goals when you start early because you are in the military and you have the thrift savings plan. One thing that you might want to consider is at the very least using the Roth TSP, the Roth TSP right now. And why don't you just start by saying, I'm going to put 15% of my income in there. Just put 15% away and then see how it goes. As you make more money, you'll end up maxing out your um, contribution to your TSP 
at $20,500. And then we might add the Roth on after. Don't get too crazy, dad. You know, she's got money. I think it would be wonderful if we could hear her voice on this. And it is true that, you know, she could live on her money in the brokerage account, but I don't mind her having a little brokerage account. Now that we've talked to a bunch of people in the military, it's like usually you have this gap of when you leave the military, you know, you might have a pension, but you might want a little extra money floating around. Um, Okay, this is from Jung, who is 45 years old and his wife is 50. And we've got $3.4 million in investments. Mm, Okay, that doesn't include their 529 plan. They have a pre-tax retirement accounts, 3 million, 200 in a Roth, 200 grand in a brokerage. They've got two kids, 14 and 11, and they've got the 529 accounts with uh, $260,000. Oh, we also have a rental home. Rental income covers the mortgage and insurance. Uh, You know, this sentence is going to make me nuts, but here we go. We are currently aggressively paying off the mortgage on our primary home and plan to be mortgage-free next year. Well, that's all done, so I have nothing, no comment on that. After the mortgage is paid off, we'll need about $100,000 to $130,000 per year for spending. Um, no big debt. Primary home worth five hundred grand. Rental home, four hundred grand. Once the kids go to college, we will sell our primary, move into the rental. That's kind of nice. And no health issues. And we'll get family insurance on healthcare.gov. Uh, plan is to retire once we hit our goal of $4 million in investable assets. Tap our pre-tax using the... What is that rule? The 72T rule. That's why you can stretch out your retirement accounts. You can start at 55 and start pulling them out over the course of your life. You have to use a, a table for life expectancy. And they'll generate $100,000 a year. Additional needs from brokerage account or Roth account. Wife is worried we need to work longer. I told her we should have more than enough to last our lifetime. Can we retire with $4 million in investable assets? It seems to me that that has to like, we really has to work to a T. Do you hate what you do? I mean, you're 45 years old. What are you going to do with yourself? 3 million, 3.4. They have 4 million now, if you think about the house, right? So they have 4 million in today's dollars. I mean, it's okay. Like, I don't know how long is inflation going to stay high? It kind of almost works. It's just that the money that you're pulling out of your pre-tax account is taxable. I think you need a little more. Yeah. I mean, I would, wouldn't mind if you did something else. I mean, I think it's close. Um, I think it's a little close for my, from my perspective, but uh, if you hate what you do and you're willing to do a little bit more for uh, part-time and I don't know, it's price to perfection, as we like to say. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing. I really, I, I think you have to be careful about that. Steven wants uh, to know if he can retire N-O-W in all caps. No. Okay, now this is different. You ready? Mark, Stephen hates his job. He says, it wakes me up at 2 a.m. and I'm often not able to go back to sleep. And I think it's having a negative effect on my health. I'm a litigation attorney. Ay vey. There's a business you don't want to be in. A single, no kids, going to be 60 in the fall. Owns his condo, 130 grand mortgage, 3.5%. Current job has a small pension. Uh, If he did it now, Basically, he gets 22000 a year. If he waits six more months, he gets 28000 Dude, you've got to wait till 20, 2023, January 2023. That's what we're going to hope for. Okay. So in January 23, he gets twenty eight grand. Keeps going up, obviously. There's no COLA. Assets. 
713 in a 401k, almost 400,000 in a 401k, 640,000 in an IRA, 300,000 in a Roth, and 540,000 taxable brokerage. $400,000 in cash, Mark. Diamond ring bought in t- for 20 grand in 2006. Uh-oh. Do you think that was for somebody? <laughs> Sorry. Here's the critical part of this whole layout. My monthly living expenses, including mortgage, are $4,000 a month, but it could often be as low as $2,500 a month. Five would be a splurge. I've lost a bunch of money in the bear market. I have measured as an 8.8 out of 10 on a risk profile test, so I can handle the risk. I never sell during bear markets. I only buy more. Social security, Mark. Uh, Let's look. Three grand at 65. Four grand at 70. He just hates his job so much he needs to retire. I think he can do it. He hates it. So he's got, so let's just think he's gets 28 grand and then he would wait until his full retirement age. He doesn't need that much more money. He can pull money out of his cash account. He can live on that for a couple years. I think he's in good shape. I think he can do this. Got 3 million bucks and he's got, and he's got low expenses. Can you retire now? You ready? Write back to him right now, Mark, and say Y-E-S in all caps in January. But that's like, that seems reasonable. I hate when people are so, you know, I hate when people are so, so um, like in despair over their jobs. It's awful. It's just awful. And I feel like if we can help you get out of that, then yes, let's do that. All right. Is that it? That's the show, Mark? Went by kind of fast for me. I have fun with you every single time. All right. If you want to have some fun with us, just go to jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you want to come on the air. If you just are freaking out, just send us an email. We're going to do some more email episodes. Don't forget that you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter. It comes out every Friday. Mark does an amazing job compiling really cool stuff um, from around the World Wide Web. And uh, don't forget, leave us a rating and a review on Apple. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back or just do something nice for me and uh, donate to my ride for the cause. You can do that on our website also. Ah, that's nice. You could do that if you don't have to. Mark and, is, and I are just doing a, a, um, an experiment to see how much you actually listen to us at the end of the program. Okay. Thank you very much for listening this far. Grit, growth, grace, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.